Hey, hey, welcome back to another edition of the Soccer Specialist Podcast. It has been too long. I got to get back on track and start delivering these more consistently back to the once a week deal. I am going to talk about something today. It's going to start off, you, you might not like it. It might sound a little bit as an insult. I don't mean it that way. I really just don't have any other way to start this off before I get into my explanation. I saw an email the other day that the the subject header just said, you're special. And of course, that made me think of soccer and <laughs> it made me think, no, 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 you're, you're, you're not special. I think that's important to understand. And keep in mind, we're talking about soccer and I'm going to, exp- I'm going to explain. So don't, don't shut me off in a huff. So, so what I mean by that is there's this show called Chuck was probably on about a decade ago, and there was a scene where this one character and his wife were in an argument. Well, he didn't know they were in an argument. She was mad about something, right? So they're having a conversation, and they're really having two different conversations. And his nickname was Awesome, because that's how he approached everything. He was very positive. Everything to him was awesome, okay? And at one point in the conversation, he said that, you know, oh, that's that's awesome. And she flipped out because, of course, she's actually arguing something completely different. So she's going on about, about how dumb that is and this and that. And ultimately, the message was what she said to him was everything can't be awesome because if by definition everything is awesome, nothing is awesome. Does that make sense? So everyone can't be special as a soccer player. I know it might sound a little hurtful, but it's the truth. And I really think it's important to understand that not from a talent perspective, but from everything else, from everything else that you you put into your, into your sport. Um, And look here for the parents who are listening, we have to understand that for the most part, maybe at really young ages, and some of them it, it changes in the, the age that they, they learn. But the players who are listening will tell you they know. You know, when you're stopping scores because there's a six-goal uh, differential limit or, you know, you're not focusing on wins or – players know. I mean, I know competition and co- being competitive that somehow become like a dirty word, and it shouldn't. It's very healthy. It's very normal. It's Heck, it's, it's why we're not living in caves anymore. Sure, there are people who take it to ex- extremes and make it a, ne- a negative, but in general, that it's not. And that's why, and so the kids know. Okay, they know if they got blown out. They know if the other team has stopped scoring because they've already scored way too, way too many goals as it is. And I go back to one time in our first season. So we're, you know, we're going way back. We're starting as a brand new team. Real quick, I've talked about this a little bit. But uh, so I won't go into all the details, but, you know, we, we start off a uh, brand new team. So we had no idea if we were playing in the right place. We we're all new, hadn't played together. You know, a game and a half into our season, we had been outscored eight to one. <laughs> Lost the first game five one. Uh, we're down three nothing at halftime in the second game. Uh, lost the second game three two. Okay, so it was two nothing us in the second half, and we missed a, a PK, and we didn't lose again. 
Okay, from from there on out, we had outscored our opponents, I think, like 11 to 4 or something. You know, we played, I think, eight games. We finished in second. The team that beat us 5-1 the first game of the season came back to our place for the, the second go around, and we beat them 2-0 as that was their first uh, first loss of the season. Um, I think they finished 6-2, and two, and we were 5-2-1 and one or something like that. Okay, so we started out rough, but... The girls kept fighting. They turned things around. And then in the spring, our team changed a little bit. Because, again, going into that first season, I knew we had players. I'm like, we just cobbled together a team. I could tell there were a few players that weren't going to come back. They didn't. We got a couple other players. We were in danger of not even having a, a, a spring season. So had a spring season. I think we went like three, three, and four or something like that. It might even have been three, four, and three. Um, overall, played well, we just didn't have those moments that we need, right? We couldn't finish. It was it was tough. We didn't. We just were not scoring goals, and you know it was. It goes back to the whole development thing I've talked about, and how it can just seem like you're not making progress, and sometimes you can go backwards. And then you take that that big jump, right? So at the end of that spring, we played two tournaments: Memorial Day weekend and the next weekend, because uh, they were both they were both local, um, and. The first tournament was four games. The second tournament was three games. Uh, we played four of our seven games against teams that were at least three flights, conferences, leagues, whatever you, however you define it, you know, ahead of us. So in that first tournament, we won all four games. We went four and oh, uh, uh, undefeated. I, I forget the goal differential. The, the goal differential for all seven games was, I think, like was it thirty. Four to seven or something like that. Because the second tournament, we went three and zero. Now at that age, as all of you know, there were no results, right? No results posted. No winners of the of the of the tournament. We were just. We knew that we won because we beat everyone, right? No one else, <laughs> no one else could be undefeated in in a round robin tournament. And my team was not happy about that when the first tournament ended. And then again, with the second tournament, when they got these dinky little participation medals that all the other teams got, they didn't think that that was fair. That because they worked, they put in the time, the effort, they earned the results and they were told that they're not special. They, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of the re reverse of what it's supposedly what it's supposed to do to them. They were being told they were not special because they got the same thing everyone else got. Okay, and that that's kind of the point I'm making that I want you as a player to understand is if you're playing travel ball, or playing club, you know what whatever you call it. I know some people I use travel and club as the, the same. I know some people think of that. Think of it as different, and sometimes they use club as rec, but you know, travel, travel soccer, club soccer, whatever you want to call it. And um, I'll say I completely lost my train of thought getting onto that little, little, little uh, silliness. But okay, my point being, so if you're on a team like that and you're going to the team practices and you're going to the games, um, well, I was going to say, see, that doesn't make you special; it makes you like everyone else, but. <laughs> Actually, if you're showing up to everything nowadays, that probably does make you special. Uh, but 
my point, my point being is you're not going to stand out. You don't deserve to get that accolade of, of being special as a soccer player. Okay. Not as a person, because you're not doing anything special. You're not doing anything that everyone else in your team's doing, right? You're, you're, you're not putting forth that extra time, that extra effort, you know, which leads me into something I actually put out in a, in an email, but it really kind of goes with this topic too. And, you know, I started off a last issue of the email newsletter, you know, do you, do you want the idea or do you want the real thing? Uh, and what I meant by that uh, is, you know, a lot of people like the idea of something. The one I've always used, because back in the day it used to be, uh, do you hear that beep? That's really getting annoying. I think this is where I'm closing this. All right. Now you shouldn't hear that anymore. So, you know, back in the day, it was kind of like there was this thing, you know, about how many people wanted to write the, the great American novel. Or they wanted to be a writer. They wanted to be a novelist. And really, it turns out that's not true. <laughs> um, that what they really, they love the idea of it, right? It was cool to be, to get paid good money to write a book. And they liked the idea of, you know, um, being at home and, and working whenever and that sort of thing. But when push came to shove, they didn't actually want to do the things necessary to make that idea of writing the great American novel into a reality. It never crossed their mind that what that took was sitting down every day, staring at a blank screen to the point sometimes where you're you know, blood's going to shoot out of your eyes because you just can't find anything to say and you keep writing a sentence and it doesn't work and you write it over and over again. Now you've been sitting at the computer for 10 hours and it's still blank, you know, or the how many ridiculous number of rejection letters. Go check out some of those stories like, um, I mean, Harry, po Harry Potter, JK Rowling. I mean, she got rejected all the time. I mean, she got rejected so many times. And, and now, now look at that, right? You, you go through a lot. And so there's a big difference between the idea, and we, right? Sorry, the, the big difference with the idea of being a great soccer player and the reality of it, the effort that it takes. And most people don't have what it takes to put forth the effort that they need to achieve the real thing. Okay, because it's not talent that's going to do it, right? There are a lot, a lot, a lot of talented players that never get anywhere because they don't have it between the ears. You know, it takes, here's, here's all this, I'll rattle off some words that none of us like, okay? <laughs> it takes sacrifice, discipline, hard work, long days, long nights, you know, missing out on other stuff, physical and mental pain, anguish, the whole blood, sweat, and tears of it all, right? Bravery, resilience, determination. I can get my dictionary, I can get my stick to itiveness. And that is a thing. That is a word. That's my word. Stick to itiveness. You got to have that. But uh, you know, re the reward of it all doesn't just sit around. It's not. It's not waiting for anyone to just pick it up, right? Excellence is not handed out on a street corner. You got to go off road, right? You got to. You got to. You got to four wheel through the mud. You got to get through the thick trees of the forest. You got to suffer. <laughs> Sounds great, right? Sounds awesome. Who doesn't want to do that? But. That's why so few people actually choose the reality of being excellent, the reality of being great at something. And that's good for you. That is a good thing. 
because that means less competition for you. You know, less competition for those spots on the team, less competition for the spotlight, less competition to reach the next level because so few players are going to do what it takes to get there. They settle for the idea. They're okay with just being on the team and showing up to the team practices and, and having that be enough. And they make up excuses for why they can't achieve the real thing, the real deal. But you're going to achieve it because for you, I mean, if you listen to this podcast, you're already special. Okay, let's, and, and seriously, I'm not patting myself on the back um, because that shows as a player, you're already doing something extra that 99% of the other players out there are not doing, you know, because for you, it's definitely, it's not, it's not an idea, right? It is, it is the reality of wanting to achieve that. You know, it's a burning desire, it's a passion, it's this unquenchable thirst to get better that you you can't even explain you can't even put into words so if you're putting in the work you're listening to this you're 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 outside with the ball at your feet away from your team practice right you're you're working on your your speed and your agility and even the simple act of watching pro games to learn from them you're on the right track right look obstacles and setbacks they're part of the journey that's what's going to happen um and you, you just have to be prepared to deal with them. But if you look at any of the true greats in any sports, like your, you know Jordan and Brian in basketball, uh, Michael Phelps, the swimmer, um, Carly Lloyd, Ronaldo, and just everything that they put into getting to where they got is amazing. And they are special, not because of their talent that they were blessed with, because of everything they did that went well above and beyond their competition that allowed them to maximize that talent and show it off to the world and achieve things no one else has achieved. That is what sets them apart. That's what makes so you can be special. Like it's not it's not out of your reach. I don't I, so hopefully you know by now I wasn't just being mean like oh you're not special. You're no different. Um, you can be very easily. You just have to choose to be. And that's what's going to set you apart from everybody else. That's what's going to make the difference for you. Um, so I'm going to leave it there. I, I had a couple other things, but I'm going to save them for another podcast so I can actually get them out there for the week now. Um, but I will just leave, leave you with this. Remember this the next time you go out and play. And uh, you're brave enough to do this. If you... I've never failed spectacularly. You, man, you're doing it wrong. You, you, you got to have a little fun. You got to take chances. You got to do something different. Okay. It's part of the joy of playing the game. I'm going to leave it there. If you haven't done so, check out Impact Soccer Performance, impactsoccerperformance.com, or the new Total Touch Training 60 Day Ball Control Program. That is at Impact Total Touch. Dot com. Hopefully you will check them out. As always, I really appreciate everyone listening and spreading the word about the podcast. And I will talk to you later.